0: Quit distracting me. Hello and welcome to another edition of the THL How Podcast. My name is Isaac Lees. I am joined once again by Base Team Base. How are you?
1: Doing well. Ready to talk about some legacy and
0: pro. That is correct. Tonight we are ranking the larger series. The ones that have buys, but uh, I think we are not taking this week off. Uh, I will have a little bit of the uh, housekeeping item that uh, we'll just go ahead and throw it out there now. So uh, this will be uh, my last week on the Powell Podcast for some amount of time. i let that hang there for a second. Uh, because my wife and I are, are welcoming our second child into the world on Wednesday. So I'm being subbed out on my THL series and will be probably unavailable to record the podcast. But don't worry. Base has come up with an excellent solution for me not being here. So Based, uh, tell me who is replacing me uh, for the next couple weeks. Uh,
1: well, I have only found one replacement, uh, but I was planning uh, on uh, bringing on whoever would like to guest. So next week uh, we will have Diamond, who will come and join me ranking teams for Hero and Wild. Uh, and then if you are interested in coming on after that, uh, let me know, and we'll get you in here. We'll, we'll talk some teams.
0: Yep the uh, the shoes you have to fill aren't that big so uh, anyone can just step in and throw some uh, team names on a spreadsheet and call it a rankings and uh, you'll uh, you'll fit right in so it'll be great um, all right so speaking of those names on a spreadsheet, let's go ahead and get started with the legacy series By fire be all right based uh, so what is your initial impression thus far of the legacy season we are six weeks in so we're down to the home stretch three weeks to go uh, what What's your take so far on how Legacy is shaking up?
1: Uh, it still feels pretty open. Um, you're going to see that in my rankings. I have a lot of teams that I have as epics this week as kind of a, hey, like it's the final push to playoffs in the next few weeks. Uh, and these teams are all in position to make it. Um, and that will rapidly change uh, next week uh, or next or maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be another uh, tight one. But yeah, it's it's shaping up to be a really tight fight um, for most teams. Uh, there are some teams that are kind of just already out of it. But um, you know, we'll talk about them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's a little more stratified towards the bottom uh, of the standings, unfortunately, for a few teams. But the the top and the middle are uh, like just one big blob. So our rankings are somewhat going to uh, identify that. But um, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh Base, why don't you go ahead and give me your legendary teams for Legacy this week?
1: I got three. I got Flame Pimps, Hot Zilps, and Dad Legend.
0: Right, for me, I have Hot Zilps, Dad Legend, Defias Brotherhood, and Flame Pimps.
1: I am Palbot. Palbot's got a golden legendary for Bank Yugi's fan club. Uh, followed by regular legendaries, Flame Pimps, Dad Legend, and Do You Even Tonk.
0: So the uh, the headline here is uh, thank you, East Fan Club, making Palbots Cold Legendary. We're gonna bury the lead and come back to that in a little bit because uh, yeah, they did not make that cut for us. But uh, the teams that we did agree on across the board, um, actually, it's just two teams uh, here in the Red Conference, and that is that Legend and Flame Pimps. Uh, they see Flame Pimps at the top of your rankings. I know that doesn't always mean uh, what we think it means, but go ahead and talk to me about Flame Pimps and why they are a legendary team for you. Uh, I mean, they're just
1: looking really solid. They're being carried by a 5-0 player, which is always something you love to have. They have the least um, losses. Well, I guess uh, least losses and ties of any team uh, anywhere. Uh, so quite solid on their end in that sense. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really solid team. Uh, well, actually, hot is also at 4-1. Um, but they just are looking great. Um, you know and red uh, i can't actually i don't think there's really a stronger conference right now i'm not sure um so you know being at the top of either conference is super impressive uh and they are doing it
0: yeah i think i'm going to probably argue later in the broadcast that gold is a stronger conference um and hopefully have the data to back it up uh but that's no um <laughs> no slack on red. Uh, red, I think, has just been a huge mess of ties. Uh, let's see, three, five, seven, eight, so four, four different ties this season, which is pretty crazy. I mean, there have not been any in gold. Uh, but yeah, no, all credit to Flame Pimps for being there at the top. Um, they started out, you had them as a, uh, golden epic to start the season, and basically have kept them there until this week when they finally cracked legendary. And for me, I was just a little behind the curve at the start, but, um, we're right there with you. I think this is a, a solid team. And just a shout out to, to that, uh, five-no-player Icer. I had the, uh, opportunity to cast him, I think it was against your kid, um, and Flame Pimps first Dad legend. And he, um, brought, uh, if I recall, decks. They're pretty spicy. He was a Mozaki mage. Uh, it was an OTK Demon Hunter, and it was something else. It might have been, uh, I'm going to misquote this last one. It might have been like OTK Hunter or something. Something else that was equally crazy, but Mizaki Mage in particular stood out to me as being uh, quite, quite the bold bring, and it worked out. Um, he was able to fire it off and, and make it work. Um, so um, kudos to him for bringing some uh, Orthodox uh, decks on stream and beating an excellent player. So then that goes to show why he's been carrying that team. Uh, so on the other side of the uh, the Red Conference 1-2 is Dead Legend. Um, they were also legendary all the way across the board for us, and uh, I think they've just had um, two really good weeks the last two weeks. They beat um, Pod People, which um, kind of is what's happening with Pod People, but they beat them soundly, 18-6, to 6. and then the week before that, um, they gave Illidan's Death Knights their first loss. Um, unfortunately, for IDK, they followed up with another loss, but at the time, that Legend was the first team to knock them off, so... Um, two pretty strong victories for that legend. That solidifies them uh, there in the Red Conference. I think those two teams are clearly the class of Red, uh, and look to be um, pretty solid in their playoffs. Anything got more to add for that legend here at the Legendary Rank?
1: I mean, it just like that's a fantastic team. Like you got two players at four two, or three players at four two, and your worst players are at three and three. So uh, that is a great problem to have. To have your worst players uh, being even. So. Uh, this team's looking really strong. Uh, maybe looking to get another championship.
0: Huh? It's, they're definitely on track for it. So uh, a shout out uh, to Captain Yeldart not playing the season, um, chasing around two little twins, uh, new to this world as well, and uh, you know doing a good job there, keeping uh, everyone in line and uh, ensuring some some solid consistency. So, um, all right, base. Let's uh, let's jump to epics. I'm gonna go first here. There's only have a few. Um, I have a golden epic in uh, Ilden's Death Knights and then Irregular epic's the Meme Dream Team. Do you even talk in the Chaos Theory?
1: I got a lot. All right, so I'll start with my golden epics for Defias Brotherhood and Do You Even Talk, uh, followed by Ilden's Death Knights, Meme Dream Team, Chaos Theory, Standard THL Degenerates. Thank You, Fan Club, Orcs at Smarks, and a Noyo team.
0: I am Bot. Pabot is uh, kind of split the difference between us with a golden epic in the bias brotherhood followed by regular epics, standard THL degenerates, annoyo team, elements death knights, meme dream team, chaos theory, and hot zills. So basically, you have a lot of epics. And I mm-hmm. think uh, this kind of goes back to our previous conversation about what epic means. And you just basically took any team that uh, looks remotely close to playoff spot and just threw them all in there. And for me, I think I had maybe a little bit more of a gap between my um, rare teams, which are certainly not out of race by any means um, and my um, epic category. But um, so let's start at the top um, and let's try to figure out what Palbot did with uh, a legendary team we had in Hot Zilf's. Um Palbot has them all the way down as an um, epic and, and basically just, just outside of rare. So what happened? What is Palbot not seeing with Hot Zilfs that you and I are seeing?
1: I don't know. Um, like, uh, another four one team. Uh, they got the five and jammies. Who has moved up to the one this week? Uh, you know, leading leading the charge for him. Uh, I just, I'm not sure. Uh, it might be that the uh, the struggles in the five is holding Powbot back. But I mean, they're still getting it done. You know, I I don't think it's actually an issue for them. So um, I'm not sure why Powbot's mad.
0: Yeah, I think, um, and looking back at my rankings, um, Hodges was actually pretty far down as well. I did a, uh, a manual recalibration of the team, uh, because they came in, um, around that, uh, that low epic, um, golden rare category for me as well. And I think it just comes down to basically they've got the overall win-loss record, um, uh, of 4-1, but their game wins-loss record is only 57 and 56, um, which is Really close, so they are basically walking the tightrope between um, their stellar record and points, and uh, being a lot further down. So you know, as good a season as Jamies is having, the rest of the roster just collectively is nine and eleven. So um, I think that's where Palba is is coming in on them. And um, you know, for me, I think I'm just giving credit to their ability to win the close series because I think that ends up carrying a lot of weight. It's the kind of thing that I think ultimately um, uh, shows up well in the playoffs if you have a team that has been able to kind of flush out those, uh, those close victories, but do um, you have any uh, issue with me jumping them up to a legendary with uh, how we originally ranked and kind of overruling Talbot here?
1: No, I'm, I'm down to it. they a little for
0: this one. Yeah, because I think the other thing too is also their strength of schedule, um, which has been uh, pretty tough in the goal conference, so. Alright, um, next up we have uh let's talk about the Fias Brotherhood. I haven't been at a legendary team as well, just right up there, um, right behind Hot Zils and uh you and Talbot. a little bit uh a little bit behind me with the Golden Epic. But I think with DeFias, um I think it's just a team that has kind of picked it up in the last few weeks. Um, let's see, I remember at the beginning of the season they kind of struggled out the gate. Um, but these uh, last uh, few weeks have really been strong for them. So they had a bye last week and to beat Hot Zilfs, actually gave Hot Zilf's their only loss a week before that. So um just continuing that hot streak of, of rising up the rankings and uh that, that carried a lot away for me. But um so what are you seeing out of the Bias Brotherhood? What what keeps them kind of below Hot hotzils in the tier category or do you think that they are kinda of up there in that uh, that top tier gold?
1: Uh I mean, so I, I went back and forth um, on whether or not to make them legendary um, and like to be the ones to hand hot Zils that loss. And then also to have such a strong strength schedule already, like uh, this team's looking really good. I think I could be on board with bumping them up. Yeah, this is definitely one of those teams that I was
0: not sure exactly where to put. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we talked about how Zilf's a second ago having a really close, Overall games win, game win loss record. Uh, is, is much better individually. Um, they just haven't kind of put it together in the same weeks. And, uh, you know, you're you talking about that razor's edge for Hotzill's going the other way. DeVias is kind of sort of the middle ground there, of a team that's done pretty well. Um, it hasn't exactly translated into the, the win loss, but they're right there in points, um, with, uh, with Hatsos. So I think for me that they, they look to be, the, uh, the next best team in gold, but it's kind of split in hairs with the next team, which is Do You Even Tonk. Uh, the Papa Hat as a legendary, you had as a golden epic, and I was down as a regular epic. Um, so I'll let you go first. Uh, you were the middle ground on Do You Even Tonk. Um, is there anything that really separates them from the Hotzils and Defias Brotherhood that we just talked about, or are they looking to kind of come in at the next level?
1: Uh, I mean, so I kind of was grouping them together with the Defias Brotherhood. Um, I thought that they both uh, looked very solid, very similar. Um, uh, like you know, it being captained by just in time gives it a, maybe a little bump for me. And then you know, they got uh, three brand new players, and two of them are four and one, so they've really been getting value out of their their brand new players. Um, like it, they just seem quite solid. Um, but I do think Defiance Brotherhood's a little bit more tested, you know, they got uh, a bit of a stronger AOS, um, so. I could definitely see keeping them separate still, but uh, they are actually playing each other this week, so that'll be exciting and definitely um, maybe it'll be a a tie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The the first tie in gold. Uh, You heard it here first. Yeah, I think for Do Even Tonk, they were a golden epic for us last week. No, they they snuck into legendaries for us. Um, So, kind of. You know, they didn't do much this last week, uh, last two weeks. They had a buy and they beat the Stubs by two points. The subs um, kind of being one of the last things we're going to talk about here. So, um, they didn't quite endear themselves to us. I think, um, I think this is the, the, kind of the highlight, uh, match of the week is to even talk versus the Bias And, uh, whoever wins, I think, kind of themselves as that legendary team, uh, possibly even the number one team in gold, uh, depending on how some other results go. But um, I think for now, just uh, that close victory over the Stubbs is the only point of data that we have to work with from the last couple weeks. So we'll knock them to that uh, the golden epic for now and let them, uh, you know, fight it out with the bias for uh, who deserves to be up there. Um, and then let's talk about uh, some common ground here, starting with the meme dream team. Uh, team that's done pretty well in in points per week. The season ended today. They would make the playoffs as the fourth spot in gold. Um, but haven't played the most difficult schedule. There's kind of a middling, um, kind of in that mess of teams in gold. And this is where I'm kind of going to make the case that I think gold is a little bit stronger. Um, because we just have a whole slew of teams, basically, except for the last two teams in the conference. And oh, apologies to, to you, based uh, and <laughs> your team being down there. But the rest of that is just one huge jumbled mess. And I think in the red, it's sort of dividing itself out. I think you've got the top two in Dallas and Plantems, Pimps. Then you've got the next two and a couple of things to talk about soon. And then another category of that, I think it's, it's very much stratified, whereas gold is just this huge lump of seven teams that are all going to be duking it out those last two weeks. And I think me and Dream Team is right in the middle here seems like you kind of agree with having them as an epic But talk to me about what you see in the main dream team. Yeah. Like, you know, everything about them is, is just, it's good.
1: Like, you know, they, all their players at three, two, or that one, two, three, uh, like, you know, they're just in a solid spot. They are, um, looking like they're gonna just kind of cruise the playoffs uh you know not in a sense of like they're just gonna take it easy but like you know things are just working for them they're they're getting wins each week um, just a very consistent team
0: yeah that, that works so i think they're right in the middle of that epic category and uh, a team that they beat a couple weeks ago uh, that then followed up with a massive victory the next week is uh, my team's Chaos theory that uh, I think again just puts us square in the middle of that gold uh, cluster. Um, so uh, unbiased observer based, uh, talk to me about chaos theory. Uh,
1: I mean, like the hardest strength of schedule so far, and being on top uh, of the standings before your buy, uh, still really solid in points. Uh, you are, you know, that fifth place team by uh, points per week. Um, yeah, like. Y'all look really solid. You you got your your six and zero uh five seed, which is always, uh, great. I think that um when you have that that consistency in, in like a a five seed, you are really poised to make a a great run in the season. And so, um, yeah, like it, it's just everything's working for y'all. That your your uh seasons of close but not quite has uh is now going the other way, and y- y'all, are, y'all are making it. I let's, like it. Let's hope so.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the, the most victories we've put up in a single season with a couple of weeks left to go, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, the uh, the points per week, obviously, we're, we're trailing behind a little bit, but it's nice to have those points in the bank because I think a lot of those other teams um, below us in the standings but ahead of us in points per week are probably going to be playing each other. We already talked mm-hmm. about the even Tom versus the FIAS Brotherhood um, and the other teams having a little bit weaker strength schedule means that they have basically each other to beat up on, whereas our last two opponents are going to be Stubbs and Hearthstone Academy, not to take anything away from those two opponents, but, um, you know, maybe just things haven't been going their way, so, you know, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of close up the season strong, and uh, a little background on Kota um, He uh, I got him to join a team last season because I was looking for a value um, 50 PR 5 seed, and uh, I noticed that he was back online, so I met him originally back in, uh, I don't know, 2017, 2018, back when Microsoft was doing the, uh, the local events, um, just fireside gatherings at Microsoft stores and little mini tournaments. And so he showed up um, here in Dallas, and I got to know him. Um, he uh, He's like me, he was like, well, I wasn't a dad at the time, but I was, uh, you know, we were getting ready for it. And he had a, you know, a, a small son as well. And, uh, and uh, he was just a really interesting person to get to know, did a little bit of casting on the side. And, uh, then he kind of fell off from, uh, playing Hearthstone. I think he helped me with, uh, Dreamhack lineup, um, that ended up being very successful. We, uh, we took Gunther Mage and, and sped it up a little bit and ended up, uh, working out really well. It was, it was fun. So he's, he's a really good deck builder and, uh, just hadn't been playing much until, uh, last season. So I was able to, to find him and fit him in on a team. And I think he went four and three last season. And this season has just been on a tear. Like he has just kind of figured out this meta, what works for him and is just, Essentially running it back every week and it's, it's worked. So, um, it's interesting. I think is, um, Blue Spartan was doing individual player, uh, power rankings and had him like in the middle of the pack, uh, with a bunch of other, uh, players. And I think part of that is due because I think every single week he's, he's, um, it's been a five-game series. I think he's eighteen and ten, so it's literally three-two every single week. Wow! So, <laughs> it goes the distance, but uh, he's managed to pull all those game five. So you know, he's again. We talked about Zell's being on on a razor's edge. Uh, I couldn't as a player. He's been on the, the edge with um, you know those three-two victories, but uh, so far it's been working. So uh, I just told Ron, if if Ron and I we start winning, then we're in good shape. So I'm out of the equation this week. Um, hopefully my sub can uh, can fill in admirably. But yeah, like I are saying, okay, there's enough talk about chaos theory. Um, let's jump to another team in the uh, Red Conference now. Uh, a team that started out super hot has definitely fallen off kind of a, a cliff in these last two weeks. Uh, and that is Illidan's Death Knights. I was still giving them the benefit of the doubt as a um, golden epic team. You and PowBots are a little bit more down, but not that far down on them as a uh, epic team. So um, why don't you go ahead and uh, give me a break from talking and tell me what you've seen um, from Illidan's Death Knights.
1: Yeah, like they started out, Absolutely on a tear. Uh, and then they had a close loss with standard THL degenerates. Um, and another pretty close loss to Dad Legends. Still put up double digit points in those losses. Uh, those are the first two losses in the season for them. Um, so just not quite the same, you know, dominant. Like they weren't winning huge. So when they started losing, they kind of quickly came in line with a lot of the other teams uh, by points, even though, you know, there's just two losses. Um, so another team that's like getting it done most weeks. Uh, but you know, they're not really blowing anyone out. So they're, they're still a really good team. I kind of did, I did kind of try and, uh, organize my epics a little bit. So they are one of my top epic teams. Yeah, I think
0: that's right. I think, um, you know, certainly at the season end of the day, they'd be there in the playoffs in red. They played the most difficult schedule in red. Um, uh by a long shot, them and F2L White, uh, who we'll talk about next, or not next, but uh, shortly, um, having played just the, the gauntlet. So, you know, things might get a little easier for them. Their two losses were two, two really good teams, um, two other right now playoff teams. So hard to hold that too much against them, especially because they, they got to the pretty close. They put up 12 points both weeks, um, which isn't bad. uh if you're losing, you want to keep that double-digit score going. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're still a strong team. Um, golden epic might be a, a little high for them, but uh, you know I don't think it'll take much for them to bounce back into that category. So, um, all right, I think we are out of epics because I was stingy with them. So let's go ahead and jump to our rares, and uh, I've got a bunch here. I've got Thank You's Fan Club, Standard, at THL, Degenerates, Anoyo Team, Works that Smorks, and F2L White.
1: I got a golden rare for F2L White and a regular rare
0: for Fish. I am Palbot. And Palbot has a golden rare for orcs, that's Morks, and regular rares for F2L, White, and Fish. Um, so for me, we talked a little bit about this when you reeled off your slew of Epics, that uh, my, my rares here are kind of a lot of teams that, that you had in Epic, and for me, it just I just had a... I, just, I felt like I needed to differentiate some of these teams that are there, but for one reason or another, um, just didn't quite rise that level up, even though they're all close enough to make that playoff run. Um, so let's go back to the beginning and just start with Bank Yous fan club. And what the heck did Palbot see? And why is, uh, why is Palbot so high on Bank You, fan club? Uh, I mean, so you, you did the investigation,
1: but uh, the finding was that uh, because of the subs in the two, uh, where uh, I think that they have gone one and four, um with Bill being the sweep. Um that uh Palbot's looking at that and now going, Oh, you had a you know, a struggle here, but you've replaced it with a a, a sweep, and that's it. They have three wins, no losses. That's really good. Um, you're the best team. because uh, the rest of the team's doing really good. That was really their only struggles. Um, and so it looked at that and went, Oh, you've you know the two ties, those aren't losses, looking good. Uh, has thrown them up. Which still great looking team, just not the top team in the whole thing.
0: Yeah, so my question to you as the board Insider, is Bill Snyder the permanent sub for the East Hand Club going forward? Oh that's right.
1: I can't remember, is this the team that it was gonna be they they No, uh Mech the the sub this week is their new permanent sub, I believe. Okay. Um yeah, what is their name? They are new, uh, magnif- n- Magnificent, uh, coming in at a 450. Uh, I think that's a starting PR. So that is oh, a yeah, um, good. top 200 finish, I believe.
0: Uh, is a pretty solid player. All right, so so PowBots was sort of skewing the results slightly because all Palbot was looking at in that two seed was Bill Snyder and ignoring the first you know four weeks of losses in the two seed. Um, so that kind of skewed them up a little bit, but that being said, if their sub comes in and you never know with the sub, new player, THL, but coming in at 450 starting PR is pretty strong. So, um, that probably, uh, leads me to think that, um, Talbot might be onto something here and, uh, spoiler alert, the last time that, uh, Talbot threw a team all the way up to the Golden <laughs> Legendary, uh, they might have lived up to it. Uh, yep. we'll get into that a little bit later, but for now. Um, uh, you, fan club. I think, I think I'm going to go with you here. Put them as an epic. Um, give the, their new two seed a chance to prove themselves. But, um, should they deliver, then, uh, this team is definitely going to be one to watch out for. They're in the Red Conference. Um, they are just, just outside the, uh, the playoffs right now. But, uh, I could easily see them continuing, um, what has been a, a pretty successful season overall and, uh, and getting in. So. Okay, next up, we've got the standard THL degenerates. This is another team in the red conference. Um, They're uh, essentially tied with building set Knights in terms of points per week, but they have played a much easier schedule. You had them as an epic, uh, kind of um, in the middle of your epic category. So, so talk to me about the, uh, the standard THL degenerates and uh, what they've been up to the last couple of weeks.
1: Um. So you know they're they're at the three one and one really solid. Only the the one true loss. They got a couple four and ones. Uh, Mr. Python. Uh, this is the only series that he's negative, and it's a two three. Uh, it's not quite that negative. Uh, so you got solid players. You got good scores. You know, the last week they they took down Illidan's Death Knights, so they took down another uh, top team. Um, and then before that they had a a solid win against Dirty Mike and the Boys. So, um. You know, they're just they're looking solid over these last two weeks. Uh they are in a very good spot to just keep going. Uh but there is a little bit of uh pause with that uh that strength schedule because they're probably gonna be battling it out with uh some very strong teams to finish this season.
0: Yeah, and I think uh I think for me I've I've been pretty consistent on them. They've been an epic team for me from the beginning. So um I don't know that I can necessarily defend myself as to why they jump uh drop down to rare. Um, after winning two more weeks this time around. I think it, it just goes to kind of how close their victories have been. They beat Bill up Steph nice by one point. Um, they beat the uh, Dirty boys and only put up 15 points in the win. Uh, they took two um, match losses uh, along the way. So, you know, I think that's just um, something I might have liked to have seen a little bit better performance, but I don't think it's enough to drop them out of the epic category. So I'm going to go ahead and correct myself and get them back into that epic category with you and PalBot. Um another team that you and Palbot are both um kind of staring at me uh madly about is um Annoyo team. Uh Annoyo team that started out so hot. They were a legendary team in the preseason. They proved themselves over the first couple weeks and uh yeah then they dropped all the way to school in common. Um uh I I guess they uh finished at rare for us once we talked about it, but um they're They're back in rear for me. They're epics for you. So, um, what's going on with the Noyo team? Uh,
1: Let me load the last couple weeks. I believe that they have uh,
0: gotten subs. Um, Yes, that is correct. Last week, they had two subs in that both won, actually, even though the team lost to the Hot Zilfs. uh, The week before that, had the regular roster and took a victory over your team. Um, Kind of close. They put up 16. um, Put up two points in their two losses. So, uh, it's been a uh, kind of mixed bag of results and subs. Um, so you know, anytime your subs come in and win, that's nice. But uh, overall, I think that the team consistency is is sort of just as a middle ground team, which for you was good enough for an epic. So so uh, talk to me about that. All right.
1: Um, so I was looking at kind of the
0: the points per week. Uh, I kind of had like a
1: a, a cutoff, where it's like, yeah. hey, like you've had. Um, you know, you're, you're in a solid spot to, to go into the final uh, three weeks. You know, they are uh, kind of towards the bottom of this, so they uh, are might be a little bit closer to that rare, but I do feel like they had a good separation to where they just need a three strong weeks, and they're in. Um, so that's what kept me in. Actually, they only have two more weeks. So uh, if they have two really solid weeks, they're in. So... Um, I kind of had them as that that cusp but uh I thought that they were had a little bit of distance from the the teams that I had assigned rare so I wanted to keep them separate. I would have like a a golden golden rare if I could to be <laughs> honest for yeah, these uh, no. these next two teams we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um or next yeah, team. I think yeah, no you you're right and you you're predicting where we're going next, but I think for me um, this is sort of the other side of my gold is stronger conference. Um, and it's not like the quality from top to bottom is not much different, but I think this jumble of teams in gold, we have got seven teams for four playoff spots, um, which just makes it that much harder for the two teams here, Noyo team or Sesmorps, um, to, to find their way in. Uh, and, and, interestingly enough, um, only one of them really has a chance to do it because they play each other in week eight. And I think whichever team wins that, um, it's essentially eliminating the other team from the playoffs. So um, that coming up here before we talk again is is essentially the fact of the playoff game. Um, and I think the fact that that exists for those two teams versus in red, you know, we talked about banking these fan club and how they're just on the outside looking in, but they're in fifth um, and their schedule is only going to, um, well, I mean, they, I guess they're kind of in the same boat with the relatively easier schedule. So um but they don't have as many teams to compete with. I think they put up a couple wins therein. Whereas Anoyo team and at Smorts, um, it's not guaranteed they have to beat the other team and then probably also get another win if you're an or maybe two wins if you're orcs at So uh, that being said, we're we've kind of transitioned into the the orcs that smorts uh, a team that uh started out great, uh similar to Anoyo team. Um and then uh definitely took it on a chin last week. Um, the week before that wasn't, uh, let's see, wasn't that much better? No, they beat the subs. So, that's fine. Um, beat the subs with the, the DQ mixed in as well. So, hard to gain a lot of credit from that. Um, but last week was, was a, I think an anomaly, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, you don't expect Lotus Knight to, to lose three zero to anyone. Um, GHP is a good player, but still, Lotus has been on absolute terrible. because a rank 5 legend or something. So, you know, I think, uh, I think that just kind of backfired for them in that series. Um, you know, I don't expect that to continue. The rest of the team has been, been fine. Um, so, but I think that they just kind of, to some extent, eliminated their, their margin for error. You know, we've talked about them playing the team week eight. Um, their other, uh, matchups, um, on either side is Hodzils and you even talk. That is tough. So, you know, if they make the playoffs, they will have earned it because that, that ending schedule is, uh, pretty rough. But um, give me the other side for s Um You kind of did a little bit in how you described your your cutoff. Yeah. But um, what uh, what do you want to see out of s marks these last few weeks? Do you think it's going to take all three victories to make it? Do you think they can go two and one and it, sneak in?
1: I mean, what's I think, your take? I think they can go two and one because you know if they're if they're beating two of those teams, that's pulling two of the teams uh, back down. Um, you know, they don't have to go the full three. Uh, like they are. Um, Kind of remind me of Meme Dream Team, uh, where they're they're solid, but they're um instead of uh, being mostly three two, they're mostly two three. So you know, no players really struggling too hard, um, but they are they're looking solid, and their their strategy of going double 550 is paying off, and they got their their three twos are Neji and Lotus.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and it's it's been working for them uh, up until last week. So yeah, I think last week will end up just being an aberration. Um, I, I do expect this team to flow strong, but I think we just have to give a little bit of recency bias um, to the last couple of weeks of not their, their two best showings of the season. So um, I expect us to have a, a, probably a different conversation uh, in two weeks um, once we uh, reconvene on the legacy, assuming that I'm part of that conversation. We'll see. Um, but, uh, all right, let's see who else we have to talk about. I think now we get into just the solidly rare team. The one team that we all agree on, uh, for the most part, F2L White, you had as a golden rare, um, Palbot and I both had as a regular rare. So why don't you talk me through, uh, F2L White and why they are, um, in that golden rare category. Uh,
1: so I gave them that bump. Uh, they have only one win, but the two ties, um, and they have, uh, one of the hardest schedules, um, and they're still in a, a solid position for point. So, you know, they're finishing out um these last three weeks. Um playing against let me pull up the schedule. Why didn't I do
0: that they before? Will. No, you're good. They play Dirty Mike and the Boys and the Play People for the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, um, who are the bottom of red um yeah, currently good opportunity. so <laughs> yeah, like this is a team that has gone through the ringer and they're taking a break and then they just had to uh play uh, really solid games against the teams that are looking to play spoiler likely. Um, so they do need to be aware of that, um, but they're, they're in a solid spot. So I gave them that golden rare because they're just not quite there with the points, but they have a really good shot at making it still.
0: Yeah. I think they are in a situation where that, that works and what they needed to do to close out the season. I think that's White like has to win both weeks yeah. and they probably have to put up some big points to do it. Um, because they are only going to get two more weeks worth of points. Um, they are pretty pretty far behind once the other teams catch, catch up on weeks. that um, That's why it does need to put up a, a pretty big showing here, which they, they certainly have the opportunity to do. Um, you know, playing two teams that are mostly playing spoilers, um, you know, that can go either way. Sometimes you run into teams that kind of meme a little bit or do some PR management, and sometimes you run into teams that are just angry and take it out on you. So, um, you never know what you're going to get, but, um, you know, if F2L White can deliver the last two weeks, then we'll be talking about F2L playoffs once again. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and jump down to our golden commons and base. Why don't you lead us off? I got the Stubs,
1: Pod People, Hearthstone Academy, and Dirty Mike and the Boys.
0: I've got the same four, um, plus Fish, fish, Pod People, Dirty Mike and the Boys, the Stubs, and Hearthstone Academy.
1: Uh, PowBot's got The Stubbs, Dirty Mike and the Boys, Pod
0: People, and Hearthstone Academy. I am PowBot. All right, so let's we'll start with Fish, because Fish is the team that you and PowBot gave a little more credit to um, being a rare, and I had them down in my golden common category. So uh, talk me up on the Fish.
1: Uh, I mean, they are, you know, they they had those two players that uh, went undefeated, and they are currently not doing as hot this season. They still have a 4 one player at the top, um, and they got... They got a good amount of points. They've kind of separated themselves from the other, uh, at least the other commons in their conference. Uh, but they do have the um, the, uh, the softest strength of schedule of any team in Legacy. So they have some serious competition to end it out. Um,
0: so- the competition is going to be Flame Pimps, Builders, Death Knights, and Standard T.H.L. Degenerates. Oof. So, <laughs> oof. <laughs> yeah. They can do it. I mean, they proved themselves last season, but that is a, a tall order for sure. They have to. I mean, they have to beat all three of those teams because they have to pass all three of those teams. I think to uh, to make the playoffs. So it's going going to be tough, but um, they could probably do it. So should I pump them up to a rare? Do we want to give them that uh, little bit of credit? Um, I think for me, it's just those individual performances are kind of standing out uh, in an unfortunately a negative way. But
1: uh, I um, want to bump them up because as a team, they can still get there. You know, they've had their struggles yeah. individually, but uh, the next few teams we're going to talk about, I don't really think have a shot. Uh, so we're probably going to be playing spoiler.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we're right there. So let's start with the team that is closest to making a run, and that is the Stubbs. They're on a buy this week. Uh, they're putting up 12 points per week. Um, so they would need a whole lot to go right for them, including probably some 20 point wins over the next two weeks. Uh, so far, these things just haven't gone their way, but, uh, give me, give me a, a glimmer of, um, positivity for our, uh, the Stubs friends.
1: I mean, you know, they they've got solid scores. You know, they've got some three threes and two fours, so a little bit of struggles um, for for their players. Um, but you know, they had a really tight week with Do Even Tonk, um, and then before that, they had uh, another uh, tight week to Orcs This Mark, So they're they're keeping it close. Um, you know, they they kind of need to do some blowouts to make it, um, but. It's not out of the realm of possibility to just show up and blow some teams out. So uh, they have an outside shot to make it, maybe. I have not done the math.
0: Yeah, I think, I think they're kind of reminiscent of my Chaos Theory teams from the last couple seasons where um, we had a bad overall record of points, were close-ish, and we always went into the last week or two feeling like we had a chance. Uh, until it finally all fell apart. So we'll see how the story goes for the stubs, um, this time around. But yeah, it is, it is going to be very difficult for them to, to sneak in, um, just because of how many teams there are above them. Um, the, the math might work out, but it might be one of those Hail Mary type situations. Um, the other team here in gold, uh, based at, um, y'all are, y'all are down there, but you've at least kind of kept up in points per week-ish with the stubs. Um, which is unfortunately not who you need to keep up with. But um, give me the story on Hearthstone Academy. What, what's happened this season for y'all? Uh, you know, just things
1: not going our way. Um, you know, people are showing up, you know, doing replays with each other. It's just hasn't hasn't been panning out uh, too well for for most of us.
0: Yeah, you hate to see it. Um, I mean, you're having a great season. Shot you out at 4 and 1. Um, Kales Luna, the America's Next GM um he's had a pretty good season but uh you know competition in thl you know sometimes just to cut above what it takes to be a gm we've seen it before that uh the players come in and you know have a million results and then go on to dominate gm so you know if any chaos is on that, that same track here um and then the uh the rest of your roster are uh, are awesome people that uh put together awesome content um it's just right now the content does not include their uh their game scores so um it kind happens um sometimes you know people just don't click with certain metas or um certain series uh so i've been there um quite often in legacy so look at Saki dominating hero and looks like he just kind of made a trade on, on which one he was gonna uh do well and unfortunately did not work out for the, the legacy side but uh you know i think uh He's still got the opportunity to play some, some spoiler. I think actually, uh, we're playing each other this week. Uh, I will not be partaking in this particular battle. Um, but, uh, it should be a good week. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. So, I was dodging you anyway. I wasn't even in the one seed. <laughs> so, you don't, you don't get to beat me again like you did not hero. Uh, but you get to beat your other, uh, your other teammate, Ron, from, uh, from the pro team, who we'll talk about later. But, uh, it should, be, should be a, a fun week. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be rooting my team on from the sidelines. So. We'll see how that goes, all right. So let's shift gears and jump over to the Red Conference and our two teams here that uh, look to be a little bit down and out this season. Uh, why don't you talk to me about the uh, pod people and uh, what's been going on for them this season?
1: Yeah, uh, pod people have been having a bit of struggles. Um, you know, Zoroshio having that great season at 4 1, um, Swaybe still having a bit of struggles with uh in, in standard um conquest. But, you know, the team uh can only grow from here. Like, you know, this is a team that's been around forever. They've been, you know, in playoffs, but uh just recently they have not been having quite the success. Um, but I'm sure they're still having a good time, you know. Uh like you said with the other uh with, with my team, you know, uh this team is still putting out great content. Um just the content is in their game scores right now.
0: Yeah, sometimes the content's all that matters. Um, cause that's what's, that's what we're all here for, right? Is, uh, is content. That's what you and I are doing right now, basically. Yeah. Is we're creating content and we can use any combination of stories and people and results to, to craft whatever narratives we want. And that's, you know, that's the important thing. So, uh, pod people, we'll see what they do these last few weeks. Um, see if they can pull off some, some nice wins, uh, build some momentum for next season and uh, have some great stories to tell along the way. You like to see dominating in a meta where Paladin has yeah, reign right. supreme. <laughs> so no surprise there. I'm wondering if uh, he wishes he play a played hero. But I guess if he did, then it would just get banned every week and he would not have the opportunity to, uh, to sweep everyone with his uh his power play um but that brings us to our last team for uh the legacy series and that is dirty mike and boys a perennial contender uh that uh, just hasn't found their groove this time around uh they play a meddling schedule but um, they have a bye coming up in the last two weeks and they're already pretty far behind in points so uh the math uh, does not work out well in their favor but um, if you were going to highlight uh one good thing for um Journey Mike and the Boys this season based, what would it be?
1: Uh I mean it, it seems to me they're just like falling short a little bit each week. Like and and I'm guessing a lot of their player losses have been um not putting up a lot of points in their losses, but most of this team is pretty close to even in their 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 uh their match record. Like they're they're doing solid, but it's just not their season, it looks like.
0: Yeah, it's tough when you know you have a, a lot of times teams that are near the bottom will have some pretty decent results from most of the players. Um, are they just missing that like that one person carrying you? You know, so like you look at Vancouver's fan club four PWE, one PWE, you look at that it, no um, nice, so they got five and no too um, you look at Flame times they got five and no Icer. So you've got that like kind of one person just putting the team on the back. And Dirty Mike and the Boys just doesn't have that this season. Um, they're all doing okay ish. Um, you know a couple of players may be struggling more than they are used to, but. They don't have that sort of that that one all-star, the team, and, and that seems to be what's carrying some of these other teams into playoff contention. So uh, that seems to be what's missing for Dirty Mike this time around. But, you know, those things kind of ebb and flow, so we'll probably see them come back next year and go on a crazy run more in line with what we're used to from this team. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and do our final rundown of the Legacy Rankings, and I will lead us off this week. Whoa, legendary! William that Legend, Hot Zilfs, The Vias Brotherhood. Golden Epic!
1: Do You Even Tonk?
0: Epic!
1: Meme Dream Team, Chaos Theory, Illidan's Death Knights, Bank Yugi's Fan Club, and Standard THL
0: Degenerates. Golden Rare! Anoyo Team, Orcs to Smurfs. Rare! F2L White, Fish. Golden Common!
1: The Stubbs, Hearthstone Academy, Dirty Mike and the Boys, and
0: Pod People. LAPDOGS! All of you! Alright, so as uh, much as we had to talk about in Legacy with teams being in different places, having kind of a different philosophy on where to rank teams right now, um, in Pro, it's going to be a little different, because based on looking at rankings, (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty similar. So uh, give me the 10,000 foot view of the Pro season to this point. And why we might be in such a game.
1: Uh, yeah, pros uh kind of really starting to stratify. There's like some really top teams. Uh there's a lot of teams that are looking really solid. Uh and then there's some teams on the outside looking in but you know are, are showing a lot of uh, promise. I mean, I can't believe how close these rankings are. Uh really looking over this. Um and and yeah, it, it, we're we're really getting into it and uh the, the it looks like we're approaching like what might be the final standings uh, already, but um, you never know. There's still a good amount of time left. Actually, so there's just three weeks as well. There's three eighteen weeks teams in
0: pro, also. Yep.
1: Okay, well, that makes a little bit more sense. Then, yeah, so we are uh, rapidly approaching the end, and we will see where things shake out and head into playoffs soon.
0: Yeah, I think uh, what you described as far as um, standings kind of solidifying is is quite true on the pink conference side. I think you can point to the top four teams right now in points per week and say that uh, it is very likely those are going to be your four playoff teams. I think the competition in black is a little more jumbled, um, kind of similar to what we talked about with gold. With a whole bunch of teams really close together, um, even the top team not really distancing themselves too far. Um, they do have a, a pretty safe lead, but you never know what can happen. All right, base, let's go ahead and get into our uh, legendary teams. And uh, for me, that's Watchtappers, Sheepies, Hyper
1: uh, I got a Golden Legendary for Watchtappers, Tappers, Palbis, uh,
0: Sheepies, and Hyperizon. I am Palbot. Yeah. Palbot, once again, with the Golden Legendary for uh wash Tappers as well as the regular Legendaries, Sheepies, and Hyperizon. So last week, or two weeks ago, based, we talked <laughs> about how crazy Palbot was to give Watchtappers the Golden Legendary. Uh, we alluded to this earlier in our legacy segment with Fankees Fan Club and how, uh, Powbot had, uh, successfully called one team out as a golden legendary that you and I were skeptical of. Well, it turns out Powbot was right. Who are we to argue with the, uh, the myth, the legend, the machine in Powbot giving that golden legendary? So, uh, based, uh, you, you went all the way with Powbot here as the golden legendary. Why, why is Watchtappers your number one team right now in, <laughs> okay. in pro?
1: Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know if, I, I don't think that they're really, by numbers, uh, by what I would typically look at, uh, I don't think they're really separate from Sheepies, uh, but I want to apologize to PowBot, who I called drunk, um, and then I'm going to agree with PowBot. Wash Tappers look great, you know, they were golden legendary last week, and then they uh, lost, you know, they, they went 9-1 and in matches, and the their one loss was a 2-3, uh, so... They look really good. They had some really good weeks. Uh, I'm going to give them the credit they deserve.
0: Yeah, I am right there with you. Uh, pop saw the future, uh, predicted that Washed uh, was is going to 5-0 Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, and then uh, 4-1 Aeon one game away from the full sweep. Uh, next up on our list, we have Sheepies. Sheepies has been a consistent legendary team for us. PowBot maybe uh, diverged a little bit uh, a couple weeks, but they've just been good. Um, maybe not WatchTappers good, but uh, they've been pretty good. So talk to me a bit about uh, Sheepies uh, and how they're ruling the pink conference alongside WatchTappers.
1: Yeah, they've, um, they're have they looking really solid. Uh, you know, They've got four players positive. Uh, They've just been having a great season. They have a stronger strength schedule so far uh, compared to Wash Tappers, who they're up, kind of sharing the top with. Um, and uh, they're just looking really good. Uh, already outscoring Popeyes, uh, who hasn't had their bye yet. So Sheepies look
0: dominant. Yeah, they uh, definitely are uh, earning their spots there at the top of the standings. Um, exciting uh, scheduling news. Um. Watchmappers and Chibis play each other in week eight. So when uh, we reconvene uh, the next time to talk about the Legacy and Pro, whether that's me or not, uh, you will get to talk about that epic clash and what very well could decide who is the number one seed coming out of the pink conference. Um, then our last team in our legendary category that we all agree on is the team that uh, needs no introduction at this point It is Hyper Horizon. Uh, still holding down the fort in the Black Conference, uh, number one by points per week, though not... Quite as uh, dominant as they have been in seasons past with a loss and a tie on the record, but uh, still look pretty good. So um, anything more to add on the hyper this week or just kind of business as usual for them?
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like business as usual. They show up, they play well, they they win a lot of games. Um, I I mean, I think some of their players aren't even playing a ton of Hearthstone and they just still dominate uh, because they're just very
0: good at the game.
1: They don't need the, the constant reps. The deployment side
0: of things. Yeah, we uh, we talked about the Watchtappers versus Sheepies uh, epic match coming up in a couple weeks. Um, the Black Conference one v two, which was Hyperizon versus BrushyTuna, Tuna, uh, happened a couple weeks ago. And uh, shout out to Hyperizon for getting a 15 to 11 close victory over us. Uh, Based you and I, we did the work. Uh, our teammates let us down, so we can call them out on a forum. They have uh, no opportunity to rebut us. Uh, except maybe in discord so um yeah good job good job by us and uh maybe the team will, will pick it up for us uh, but speaking of, of brushy tuna let's go ahead and get into our epic space once you lead us off uh,
1: i've got golden epics for clownstone and brushy tuna followed by popeye spicy chicken sandwiches uh, or sandwich man cricks and multiple wives faction and group process
0: i have got uh, three golden epics, brushy tuna, mancrix, multiple wives, and clown followed by irregular epics, Popeyes, spicy chicken sandwich, faction, group process. So basically I already started talking about the uh, our team, brushy tuna, what more is there to say about us? Um, we're doing we're doing well. We're comfortably in second place right now. And um seems like uh, things are going things are going okay right now. Yeah. Uh, we're we're a good ways into seconds from from first, but uh, it's true. It's we're, true.
1: We're sitting there uh, pretty, and uh, you know, I we've been playing well. Um, we got Lotus Knight leading the charge, who is probably looking to camp for a dollar finish. finish. Uh, so that's uh, really solid to have uh, someone just at the top of the ladder uh, leading the charge. So uh, I'm I'm liking our chances.
0: And you know, we talked about subs and a couple other scenarios. So we got a couple upcoming subs. Uh, for me and for Dishama this week. And Ron decided to just bring in Challenge Stoners. So we've got Always Just in Time and Dara Binks coming in to sub. So uh, that uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I would uh, I would not be complaining if I were Ron uh, having those two players step in uh, this week. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep that rolling. And then the other team that we agreed on as our Golden Epic is Clownstone. Uh, they are the solid third place team in Pink Conference. Um, pretty pretty well ahead of the 5th place team, so like we kind of alluded to at the beginning, um, our playoff uh, lineup for Pink looks pretty well set, I mean you never know what could happen, but the fact that um, 3 of these 4 teams still have 3 weeks to play, and have been pretty good in the weeks that they have already played, I think it's pretty safe to say it. Clownstone is going to one of the playoff teams. But um, what else do you want to talk about with, uh, with Clownstone so far?
1: Yeah, they've uh, so they've subbed out two players and they've picked up two players from the uh, previous champions for the boys. So uh, they are becoming fourth of clowns. Um, uh, yeah, they're they're looking solid. Uh, great team, Kaelas Luna's, uh, Neji Boston uh, getting carried at the four and one. Uh, so uh, maybe nails might have to revise that to being carried by Neji. I don't know.
0: It was just a motivation tactic, and it, it's clearly working. Yeah. So, uh, well done by them. But, uh, yeah, so their last two weeks are notable. They uh, beat up Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, uh, but then took a big loss to Sheepies. And I think that just sort of solidifies what we've already talked about in terms of the rankings for the Pink Conference. Uh, Clownsville just fits right in between those two teams. Um, so let's talk about that other team, uh, Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Um, not their best showing the last two weeks. A team that had been pretty dominant. Um, going back to the last season and the first part of this season, but, uh, uh not, uh, not putting up good showings against, um uh, some of their fellow playoff, team, fellow playoff teams in Washtappers and Crownstones. So, um, probably spicy, spicy Chicken Sandwich, uh, hard name to say, uh, tough team to rank. Um, but, uh, where are we going from here with them? Do we think they bounce back and, uh, and claim that last playoff spot? Make a good run here. Uh, I
1: definitely think so. You know, like they—they they had a really solid start. I think what last week we had them as a, we had them as the golden legendary. Um, yeah, they hadn't given us any reason, and they just had two uh, pretty down weeks uh, where they didn't put up uh, double-digit points in losses, and so they've kind of dropped uh, pretty fast in that sense. Uh, it's just kind of what happens in in these uh, these cycles, but I I don't have any doubts that they're still uh, playoff bound.
0: Yeah, they haven't had their bye week yet. They actually finished the season on a bye. Their other two matches, uh, will be against Aeon and Infinite Value. So, uh, pretty good opportunity for them to right the ship, um, pick up two big wins and, uh, just clinch that, uh, playoff spot. And then, you know, once you're in, anything can happen. We saw last season them going all the way to the finals. So, um, I, I think they'll be good. I think when we talk about them again, they, they very well could be, um, the, uh, legendary team coming out of pink, depending on how some of these other results go. Um, then we had one, Guess slight disagreements here with uh, our next team, and that is Mancrook's Multiple Wives, who I had as a golden epic that you and Pao were uh, a little bit down. So I'll let you go first. Uh, talk to me about Mancrook's Multiple Wives.
1: Uh, I mean, a uh, super solid team. I was super impressed when we played them. Um, you know, they, they've they had uh, a really solid season so far. Uh, it took a, a super tight win to beat Group Process last week. Um, you know, uh, Lefty and Wild Nine having great seasons. Wild Nine having a great season in uh, Legacy as well, I believe. Um, You know, this team looks good. They've been building lineups together. They've been uh, doing really solid. So I I think that they could get that shout out and and get that that Golden Epic. They're really, uh, you know, if we gave us the Golden Epic, they're right right by us in in the standing. So I think it's fair to give them the Golden Epic as well.
0: Yeah, I think the one thing for me with Mancrux Multiple lives um, coming into this grading cycle is that I just wasn't sure what to make of them because they just didn't have a close week. They blew out two teams at the bottom of the standings. They got blown out by two teams at the top of the standings. Um, so this last, uh, two weeks, they had a buy, and then that, that win over process, I think, is, is pretty solid. The process has proved themselves to be a good team, and it's a good showing for, for Mancresh multiple-wise. I think individually, their players are, are, holding up pretty well. Um, lefty and wild nine, the top of the roster going four and one in pro is no joke. So, you know, I think this team, for, for real, and I think that, uh, they deserve that, play Golden Epic. So, I appreciate the, the agreement there. Um, and that I think they, they prove themselves. Um, here although the last, uh, last week that went over group process um, Who is going to be the next team we talk about Because um, we were 3-for-3 three three on ranking them as an epic as well um, They are technically, I guess maybe not technically They have the most total points right now in black um, But that is a product of them not having a buy Which they are on this week And as many as probably four teams could pass them given how close the um, standings are in black, but not to take away from what uh, what they've done this season so far, two, two and two is their record. They've played the strongest schedule in black and uh, they look like they're going to be competing for a playoff spot all the way to the end. So um, talk to me a little bit about uh, what you've seen out of the process.
1: Yeah. Group process has uh, been solid. You know, uh, they got a uh, four-two goose, they got three threes, and then they got Taco Cat. So, you know, solid performances all around. Uh no, no team, no, no player really kind of falling behind. So uh it's just gonna continue to being who's doing well, playing the the other players who are doing well. Um like this is definitely a team to watch out for. Um yeah, they, they look like they're solidly on the way to the playoffs.
0: And the team that they are currently tied with in terms of points per week is the next team on our Epics list, and that is Faction. A team that I think we had a little bit higher hopes for at the beginning of the season, even last time we ranked. Um, they came in as a golden legendary for both of us. Um, it has not necessarily gone their way the last two weeks. Uh, they took a one-point loss to F12 Scarlet, and the week before that um, was uh, eventually going to pop up on my screen. Um, uh, this is my preparation and action, but, um, I, I do recall that, uh, it wasn't what you would have liked to have seen mm-hmm. from, from faction after, uh, the first couple of weeks. They also saw Roy. Right, there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, two tough results against, uh, two teams that we have not yet discussed. So, um, give me the, the case for optimism on, on faction and, and should we expect them to, to bounce back over the next, uh, three weeks? Uh,
1: they, they seem to be playing a little up and down. You know, they, they beat us, uh, and then they've had these two weeks that didn't go their way. So uh, maybe just, you know, they're going to be trading wins on the way out of here. Uh, but, you know, trade wins could be good enough. So uh, they're, they're still in a good position. Um, just, you know, if they finish out with some really solid games, then they're in. Uh, but if it continues to kind of be up and down, they are out.
0: Yeah, I think it, for them it's incredibly important for them to win their next two weeks. They play against Carlos Chikos and Mancrix Multiple Lives, two teams that they are basically locked in for those last couple of playoff spots with. Um, and then their last week they play Hyper Horizon. So I think for Faction to make this good run they need to be now um, because I don't think they want to go into that last week needing that win over Hyper Horizon because that's just asking for it. So if yeah. uh, they can take care of business the first two weeks against teams that they're directly competing with then you know, I think they'll be They'll be in that, that, that top four, but um, one slip-up could open the door for one of those two teams to sneak in and kind of, I would say, qualify as an upset playoff team, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and jump to our epics and based. Why don't you lead us off? Uh,
1: the, I got golden rares for F2L Scarlet. Yeah, uh, sorry. Parlos Chicos, uh, no pros here. Uh, regular rares for Point Locked and Loaded, F2L Crimson,
0: Aeon, and Hey Loser. I feel like I do that once a week, and anyway, I whoop, epic, and rare for no reason whatsoever. Uh, for me, and my golden rares are Parlos Chicos, No Pros Here, F2L, Scarlet, followed by regular rares, F2L, Crimson, Poem Locked, and Loaded, Aeon, and Hey, Loser. That sounds I day. am Palbot. Yeah, uh,
1: almost uh, identical. If not, it is identical. Uh, Palbot's got a golden rare for Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, No Pros Here, and F2L, Scarlet, followed by Parlos Chicos, F2L, Crimson, Poem Locked, and Loaded, and
0: Aeon. Uh, so we already overruled PowBot on uh, Pie Pie Spicy Sandwich, uh, giving them the epic despite PowBot's uh, protests. Um, then next on our list for Golden Rares, uh, let's go ahead and talk about F2L Scarlet, uh, a team that uh, we've mentioned in passing uh, in terms of how they played against other teams. Um, I think they were the uh, the victors over faction uh, as well as victors over Carlos Chico. So they are on a tear based. Uh, do we think they can make it all the way up the standings and into the playoffs?
1: Uh Yeah, like, I think that they kind of started off on a slower footing. And again, this is the incarnation that has won those pro championships. Uh, like, you know, it's F2L. Uh, they are going to just squeak into playoffs no matter what. So uh, don't be surprised if they just keep doing their thing. You know, they had two really solid wins these last two weeks. So uh, let's see how much further they can go because they're looking good.
0: And if they make it in, they will have earned it for sure. Um, after playing the, uh, let's see, I think they play Sogoy this upcoming week, but then they close the season against Hyper Horizon and Brushy Tuna. So uh, they definitely have their work cut out for them. They've done the work thus far to get back into the playoff chase, but uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for them these uh, this last couple weeks. Um, so next up on our list is No Pros Here, a team that is um, probably the closest team we have on pink to upsetting the balance that we talked about with the four playoff teams. Um, they are a good point and a half per week below uh, Popeyes for that uh, that fourth spot, um, but overall I think they still had a, a pretty decent uh, season thus far. So, um, talk to me a little bit about No Bros here, what they've done and what they need to do the last couple weeks. Uh, you
1: know, they had a, a tight loss to Hey Loser, um, uh, as well as a tight uh, loss to Infinite
0: Value. Yeah, yeah, but they're
1: still putting up those twelve points. Hmm. So putting up points in the loss, uh, they've got uh, excumary and Agent PWE leading the charge for them. You know. Solid players to be leading it. Uh, Pasca is not having the best season in pro this time around, um, but uh, they still are in a good spot. Um, you know, uh, this is definitely a team that all these players are well known in THL. Very strong. Um, like they are on the cusp. So if they just finish out after this uh, this buy and they come in and they, uh, you know, have a good few weeks. Uh, they are in a great position.
0: Yeah, I think this is kind of the, um, the tough part about having a late season bye. Um, you know, obviously every team has a buy at some point, so it, it evens out at the end. But um, when you have that buy towards the end of the season, you, you sort of, it, it kind of hurts a little bit just from a perception in that, you know, you feel like a close you can look at points per week and see that you're falling behind, but you just don't have enough time to make up for it. Um with only two weeks left. Uh they are playing against Plownstone, so a big victory there could be maybe enough to sneak in, but Clownstone is pretty far ahead of them. Almost an entire you know, I mean they're basically tied in points and Clownstone has an extra week to go. So they would need a, a pretty big showing there and another match against F Crimson, who is kind of right there with them. So um yeah, it'll be it'll be close. They're definitely gonna fight it out boy. You know, I think uh, I think they might have just fallen a little bit too far behind what we've seen out of the rest of the conference. Um, but let's bounce back to Black and talk about uh, another team that is uh, pretty much even with No Pros here in points per week, um, but might be in a slightly better spot just given the um, more compact nature of the Black Conference. And it's Paralos Chitos. So, based you and I both gave them a golden rare. Palbot, not Palbot, was simply rare. Uh, but the, to me, they feel a lot like no bros here, just maybe in a slightly better situation given the conferences.
1: Yeah, they, they're they on that cusp. They also had a couple uh, rough weeks. Uh, but, you know, it's a team that, uh, you know, had a lot of new players and they kind of, um, you know, weren't uh, picking it up as quickly. But it really seems like they've turned it around. They've really started putting up uh, more results than they had in those this first few weeks. So, uh, you know, they had a couple rough weeks, but they're still not out of it. They're still... Um, Got got a fight and shot. They are a little lower in the standings comparatively, uh, where they are coming in as the uh, third to bottom in the points per week. But uh, you know it's still pretty tight, and they can overtake uh, most teams still.
0: Yeah, they certainly have that opportunity. um, Just since continuing our trend of talking about the uh, the last few weeks of schedule, they are against um, faction and locked and loaded so definitely a good opportunity for them they need to beat faction and uh you know just given where point locked and loaded is in the standings um would probably also need to beat them by a lot of points in order to uh kind of climb their way back into the playoff picture um all right let's talk about uh, that team point locked and loaded uh, we just alluded to they are all they're in all of our rare category um but um, seemingly uh, a little bit farther down in the standings and maybe not quite as much hope for a playoff run, but based is there, um, is there anything they can do? Uh, they've got, uh, they've got three weeks left. So what, uh, what have we seen from Lock and uh,
1: I mean, uh, they had a bit of struggles last season, but they're looking pretty solid. They got their, the two players at the three and two, um, you know, so they've got positive players. Uh, they have a good shot you know they're they're taking on us this week, so a win there is huge uh you know that brings us down you know opens the door a little bit more for them, so uh they're hoping for the other middle teams to beat each other up and then they're gonna have to have some some pretty solid weeks to finish out the season, and then they can definitely still make it
0: yeah they're on a an upswing for sure the last two weeks that they're starting oh and three they have a tie against process and a victory over Sogoy. So um they're trending in the right direction. We'll see if it uh a little too little too late, but um three weeks to go and, and some of those teams um uh, on their schedule that are right above them in the standings, um certainly they have the opportunity to uh make it happen. Uh they just need those victories. So um, next up we've got the other half of our F2L organization. Uh on the pink side, this is F2L Crimson. Uh they're one four one, a uh, kinda lower points per week and a pretty easy schedule that uh, adds up to a team not quite in the playoff chase, but uh, uh based am I am I wrong about that? Had some some tough losses here It's uh yeah. infinite value. It's kinda rough.
1: Yeah, and they haven't had their buy yet, so uh mm-hmm. it's still coming up. Um and uh huge shout out to uh Corbett just showing up and dominating standard two, uh just killing it everywhere, you know. Uh and Shane Magician qualified to the uh to Dalaran, uh, I think last weekend. So, you know, big shout out to them. You know, they are they're still looking solid.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Um I like to see some some positive results there even if the team overall isn't quite where they might want to be. Uh, at least you got some some nice highlights there uh, from some of the individual uh, team members. Um, and now let's go to another team that uh, is looking at some individual uh, teams teammates to uh, to shine here, and that is Aeon. Um, they are struggling compared to where they were last season, and there's really no one to blame. Um, I'm not going to blame Dante, but I may have just did. But the, the whole team is just sort of Consistently, uh, I'd say underperforming what we've seen out of them in uh, certainly another series and even in pro um uh, back. So, base is there any any board chatter here from the uh, the, the representative team uh, on, on the pink side of what's going on with Aon so far? Uh,
1: no, they keep the 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 Aon chat and the Aeon, It doesn't spill over into our board uh, stuff. So. You know, I you know I can't say what's going on personally for them, but you know it looks like they they've just had a bit of struggles. Where you know last season they started out with some you know big sweeps and and then they were able to keep it going. So uh, maybe it's just gonna be in reverse. And so if they finish out with some big sweeps, they they look like that same solid Aeon team overall. Uh, so that is kind of where we're starting to approach in the standings for how to make playoffs. Um, is you need big
0: weeks. If they, uh, say get those big weeks, these, these last, uh, couple teams they're against in Popeye's spicy shoe sandwich and, uh, sheepy, they will absolutely have earned it, uh, cause that is a, a tough task in front of them. So, um, you never know, but, uh, I don't know that I would, uh, put my money on, on Aeon this time around. All right. Um, so because Palbot has uh, an extra goal in common on us, let's go ahead and read off. And, uh, and Palbot does, in fact, have three golden commons with Hey Loser, Sogoy, and Infinite Value. I am Palbot. Uh, I've got Infinite Value and Sogoy. And I also have Infinite Value and Sogoy. And um, I mean, with the. I guess Hey Loser, it makes some sense for Palbot to have as a golden common there down at the bottom of the standings. they got uh kind of low points per week, but they're closer to Aeon and that's All crimson than they are it's infinite value. They played the pretty tough schedule in pink. So, you know, I think I think Pavlott might just be a little bit mean here. Maybe Powlot was tired of getting uh and the nerf wasn't enough and uh Pavlott just wants to take it out on this team. But uh Basie and I both had as a rare that, that feels right to me, don't don't you agree?
1: Yeah. Uh you know, they 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 have some struggling players, but they got Pocket Train at the top, just uh, really cruising along, just um Doing things the trains do, uh, running yeah. over everything. Um, so, yeah. yeah, they they still have that that solid player. They've they've found some wins uh, along the way, um, you know. But it's 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 a long shot for them to make playoffs at this point.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's, it's nice to highlight the uh, the performance of pocket training thus far. Um, it, it just hasn't kind of gone their way this season. Um, either players new ish to THL or new to the the pro series. Um, just having kind of one of those sort of reckoning seasons that we sometimes see um, from uh, our first timers over THL and the only data point that we do have this week at least is a positive one they beat no pros here uh, 14-12 so that's uh, not bad it's a, it's a good result um, another team sort of in that um, kind of middle tier of the uh, the conference that um, yeah that's, that's not bad it's good and they close the season on uh, a bit of an easier run with um, okay sheepies but after that it's A on infinite value so you know, it's definitely a long shot, but at least they have a shot. So uh, I don't know that we can say the same about our last two teams here, uh, representing the bottom of the conferences in Sugoi on the black side and Infinite Value on the pink side. Um, two teams that um, definitely have a lot of good players. I think just, you know, for one reason or another, I think just haven't clicked, whether it's the, you know, I don't know, the meta or, just the prep, or just the plays themselves, I and mean, there's variants in Hearthstone that even the best players are are uh, certainly uh, subject to falling victim to. So, um, base, talk to me about one of the other. You get to pick. So, or infinite value in terms of um, just things to, to maybe um, look forward to next season on?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I'll go we'll talk about infinite value. Who like you know, uh, clone and Easy Bake and Ray C, uh, London players, both in THL and just in general, uh, like. Yeah, you know, not having quite the seasons they would like for Racy and Easy Bake. Um, so I think that you know uh, they can look for kind of bouncing back. Um, uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly if there's you know what's going on, but uh, those are both solid players who are just underperforming. So uh, it looks like it just might not be the the season. You know, things just aren't going their way. Uh, and it might just be time to. You know, enjoy the rest of the season, play some fun decks, and then come back, recharge, ready to go for next season.
0: Yeah, I think we can definitely see that from this team. Uh, the pedigree of that roster is, is quite good. Um, and the same is true, really, for Um, You know, a team I think we had a little bit higher hopes on. Um, beginning of the season, you as an epic, you as a rare. But um, certainly every opportunity to do well it just hasn't gone their way. Um, they do have a nice notch on their belt, though, in beating uh, Faction over the last two weeks, which um, you know that's impressive, and uh, we've seen some uh, a slight uptick in their results. Um, you know, I think uh, a other players started off like 0 and 3 or 0 and 4, and most of them have bounced back to um, getting closer to 500. So they're at least building some positive momentum uh, going into the end of the season. So um, you know, it was nice to see two separate teams last season and then kind of combining into one. Um, you know, it, it it didn't quite work out from a results standpoint this time around, but um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, this team come back as a force um, next time around with the caliber of players that they have, and uh, you know, it's, um, it's kind of one of those things, like pro is not a forgiving series, so you get off to a rough start, and um, it's just really tough to come back from, so um, but, you know, I think both of these teams are sort of indicative of the level of competition, we're talking about Savoy and Infinite Value at the very end of our rankings and that is, uh, neither of those teams are a joke whatsoever, so um, you know, I like to see that consistent competition bubble. And, you know, eventually someone's going to have to be at the bottom. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it's these two teams, but these are still two really good teams. So. All right. Let's go ahead and jump to our final ranking space. And, uh, it's your turn to lead us off. Wah! Wow, golden Legendary! Wash Tappers. Whoa! Legendary! Chiefies and Hype Horizon. Golden Epic! Rushy Tuna. Clownstone. Mancrix multiple wives. EPIC Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Group process fashion. Golden Rare F2L Scarlet.
1: No pros here. And para Los Chicos.
0: Rare
1: F2L Crimson. Hoim Locked and Loaded. Aeon and Hay Loser.
0: Golden Common Squiggly. Value all right based we did it we ranked legacy we ranked pro we didn't disagree too much we're still friends i think (laughs) and uh yeah that's good yeah uh
1: nice quick tight one and i only had to step away for a little bit and uh, create some work for matt once so again huge shout out to our producer matt at arms
0: um thank you so much for doing this we could not do it without him, and we are forever grateful to all his work. Um, and, uh, base, I think uh, we alluded to this a little bit last week in our uh, battleground segment, but uh, we have a champion. Would you like to make the announcement congratulations here at the tail end of the show?
1: Yeah, let's do it again. So, Lemurs took it down. Uh, that is Lee uh bv bats Jake curick and mr incredible um you know uh excellent battlegrounds players they took it down i believe uh our runners up are our our defending champions uh for bob's bounty hunters uh very tight one but the lemurs had like a, a 29 point week or 29 point night to finish it out Uh, and i believe wow. the total you could get is 36 so they dropped seven points for possible for that night night um really solid they took first in both lobbies uh, and that'll get you there
0: that is pretty great now congratulations to them and look forward to our next battleground season uh assuming that we're going to have a little bit of a break before we get started but um uh, there will be certainly announcements and everything else uh, going forward for battlegrounds so base for getting to the tail end of the season next week you'll be joined by diamond to rank hero and wild and after that we will be um on our last regular season episode for legacy and pro so we are getting into crunch time uh any final thoughts any final shout outs before we wrap for this
1: episode no i mean uh, again if you are interested in coming on the show um let me know uh just dm me or or at me in like the content server or whatnot, and uh, we'll get you in here. Uh, I'd like to try and get somebody different each week. I think that would be really fun.
0: I agree. It would be a lot of fun. I will enjoy listening to it. So um, in between feedings and naps and cries and everything else, that goes along with a, uh, a newborn. So it should be fun for everyone. All right. Uh, with that, we are signing off. And uh, Y'all have a great week. Good luck in your matches, and be good to each other.
1: Have a great week. See you next time.